Welcome to the Styano Plastic Surgery Podcast with plastic surgeon JJ Styano, the only plastic surgeon in the UK who owns a clinic specializing in breast and body contouring. Evening all, evening all. We are live and I am trying something new tonight. I've had a couple of, it's been quite an eventful evening. I am trying to do it, this on LinkedIn. Yeah. Is it possible for this guy to have more exposure? Well, you know, sky's the limit and I've been, I, I did something on LinkedIn that said, do you want to create an event? And I've created an event. I've got my laptop here, but, uh, and the event's supposed to be happening now, but I don't really know how to make it, like, link it. I think I was that wrong. So if anyone out there is on LinkedIn wondering when the event is, look, I can see my blanket in the background there. Let's get that on board, because it is freezing. Um, so, can you see my Oh, I haven't saw that the background. Oh. I'm sorry, the background of like no god sorry uh right so i can't do anything on linkedin quite frankly um i don't know how to so i created an event it says happening now one attendee that's me um how do you do an event on linkedin anyway it amazes me in this day and age how there is such a lack of instruction books I mean, stuff like TikTok and all that sort of stuff. There's no instructions whatsoever. Never mind that. When you buy an iPhone, there's no instructions. And certainly there's no instructions for this. It said, create an audio event. I said, yes, please. Does anyone know how to do it? Um, but in fact, okay, we're going we're gonna to walk away from this because I am going to ignore that. And I am going to just carry on regardless video to a video on LinkedIn um view event be the first to react okay so uh the other thing that's happened tonight is that my um tripod broke uh actually broke last week and a little bit of plastic cracked on it I have actually fixed it and um with gorilla glue yeah, I'm mentioning the make, and I've just turned turned it, and it's completely broken. Look at that! Can you see that? Completely broken again. And I left it for, I actually left it for days. But that, as soon as I turned the knob, that has just cracked again. And that cost me eight pounds. That gorilla glue. So I wasn't messing about. I was getting the good stuff. And it is completely cracked again. And you know what? I've actually just bought some more Gorilla Glue today. Some wood Gorilla Glue. That's all they have. That's one of these brands, isn't it? These big brands stifle the competition. Because, I don't know, is Gorilla Glue, have I done it wrong? Maybe I've done it wrong. Oh, my God, someone's phoning me. Oh, my God. 
God. Someone's phoning me. What happens when they phone during life? It just shows how infrequently people phone me. But it, um, anyway. The, the, oh, what's going on? Are you back? So anyway, the... Um, is it... What's happening? Oh, God. Um, the tripod's broken. So Facebook um, and YouTube, I'm like that. Instagram, I'm like that, which isn't so good, is it? Because the tripod's broken. Uh, the other thing I'm going to say is last week on Facebook, um, I have reason to believe people were commenting and I wasn't responding because nothing's coming up because I'm actually not doing this on Facebook itself. I'm doing it on BeLive, which is like a, I don't know what you call it, a piece of software, I guess you'd call it. Um, and none of the comments are coming up. So I don't know if anyone, I'm assuming no one's commenting on Facebook, but if you are and I'm ignoring you, it is because I can't see the comments. Um, comment assistant off. Post chat. I mean, I don't think, I'm not going to do anything different. I, I just assume that. But there is things commenting on Instagram. Instagram, let's have a look. What, um, Megan said, hi, JJ. Hi, Megan. Nice to see you. Spell Pals, hi. Got your own little club. Hi, Samantha Van Aston. Was glitching. It was glitching, Spell Pals, because I got a phone call. So um, that hopefully it will be steady now. I hope we're getting more phone calls. And uh, I'm going to close Instagram down because I, I, think, I think we can safely say i don't know what i'm doing but if anyone does know if you can do this sort of stuff on linkedin then i'm just gonna close that like that so right what we got uh i'll tell you what we got we got some questions um and i'm gonna i'm gonna ask those questions right now and if you have got any questions please ask them if you're on facebook and you're asking a question and i'm not answering um just just going to apologize about that because I think um, I'm actually seeing, seeing zero comments there. So if there are comments, I don't know, I'll, I'll go into Facebook after this and I'll maybe type a response to your comment. Um, I might have to just be, start going native Facebook, you know, just not using this fancy software. The reason I use this fancy software is because it shows it on the screen like that, which you don't see on Instagram. And Instagram actually seems to work quite well. Um, so is it worth it? I hear you ask. Who knows? I don't know. I quite like it. Anyway, is what it is. Uh, you can turn it into a crawler as well. What's a crawler? I'll show you what a crawler is. That's a crawler. Yeah. So can you inject hyaluronic acid? I mean, sometimes these, I, I need a bit of um, context to these questions because I'm not sure what uh, that, the context to that is. Can you inject hyaluronic acid? Now, what does that mean? Does that mean, can I inject, do I inject it, or can hyaluronic acid be injected? So hyaluronic acid can be injected. It's quite common. It's a very common filler. So injection of hyaluronic acid is extremely common, and um, it can be injected. Yes is the answer to, can hyaluronic acid be injected? Can I inject it? Well, I suppose I could, but I don't. I don't inject it. I don't do I don't do fillers. 
So I don't inject it, but it can be injected. And it's a filler, it's a temporary filler. It lasts a few months and it's for sort of wrinkles and, and fine lines and um, plumping stuff up. So it can be injected. If by some bizarre twist of fate, whoever's asked that question is out there and I've got the wrong end of the stick with that question, please put a comment in and let me know. But um, I hope that's answered the question in that it can be injected, but I don't just because I choose not to do uh, non-surgical treatments because I um, just do sort of surgical treatments, basically. Um, is this a weird angle on Instagram? Does it feel like I'm uh, dominating? This is a dominating angle. Can I shut down this live? Should I? Oh, how's that? How's that? Yes. Right. Look at that. So um, do we offer, is that better? Is that a better angle? Do we offer liposuction to remove a buffalo hump? Um, I never have. For, I'll be honest with you. I never have done liposuction to a buffalo hump. So that, that's, that's the starting place for the answer to this question. Um I mean, a buffalo hump, first of all, you've got to look at the posture. Is, you, is it due to poor posture or is it literally due to um, fatty deposition, which you get often with steroid use? Um, I mean, I guess it could be done if it is a fatty, fatty lump. The thing about this sort of stuff is you've always got to look for an underlying cause. So if it is due to steroids and you are still on steroids, I'd be a bit like, oh, you know, is it worth doing that I tell you what, I put Facebook on here. Comments. is it worth doing that so i would be a bit concerned if it is a is a due to a to a um a thing like that but uh i've never done it and i would and again i'd probably take advice from sort of an endocrinologist who, or whoever's giving you the um steroid assuming it's due to steroid because I don't know if when you stop the steroid, it goes away. So if that's the case, maybe that's why I've never done it before. Maybe if it, if it does go away when you stop the steroid, um, then there'd be no need to do it. And you wouldn't do it while you're on the steroid because um, it would come, potentially come back again. So I'm now just on my other computer, on my laptop here, to see my own Facebook live broadcast to see if there's any actually comment else on Facebook and I don't know how to find it how do you how do you find it I'll be honest oh there's a comment on Facebook it's come up right so it has is that right good thank you oh, there it is there it is yes one comment one share I've got a share on Facebook I should say please comment and share shouldn't I hold on there's a share me Sustainoplastic surgery. Oh. Anyway, I've shared it myself. Okay. Well, I better close that because that'll confuse matters. Um, Laura Jane Noto has commented Hi, it's not on your topics for this evening, but what are your thoughts on hip dip correction with fat transfer? Um, Laura Jane Noto, I will talk about anything. So it doesn't have to be on my comments. Actually, have I finished this liposuction to remove a bottle of something? So yeah, so, I, I, so I've never done it. 
liposuction can remove areas of fat, which is what a buffalo hump is, as long as it's not posture related. So you, could, you don't need to sort your posture first. And if there is an underlying cause, which there pretty much always is, I think, which is usually steroid, then you'd have to look at your endocrinologist to see if you could, if you're not going to stop the steroid or not going to stop the underlying problem, there's probably no point in treating it because it, it would come back again. So that might be why I've never done it before. But maybe if you, if I saw a patient with it, I would talk to an endocrinologist and get to the bottom of this and give you a more comprehensive answer to this question. Um, Laura Jane Noto, it's not your topic to this evening, but what are your thoughts on hip dip correction with fat transfer? I shared to my WhatsApp group. You got a WhatsApp group? Wow. Oh, you share. You were the share. Oh, I thought I was a share. Oh, good. Thank you for sharing. Um, hip dip correction. Hip dip correction. Okay. Um, with fat transfer. Okay. Uh, what's hip dip correction? Okay. Um, well, sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. Right, hip dip. I'm assuming that's a dip in your hip. Is it, Laura Jane? Um, what's, what's hip dip, Laura Jane? Sorry. Um, forgive me. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So if you've got a dip in your hip, Laura Jane, then you could improve it with fat transfer so fat transfer can improve a dip and there's no reason to say that it couldn't improve a hip dip why not why not so yeah you can inject fat underneath the skin and fill dips i don't know if hip dip is a thing the way you're writing it suggests it's a thing is it some kind of thing after surgery or something or is it a problem so um but uh, i mean i guess it would depend on the size of the dip because you are a little bit limited in terms of volume of fat grafting or fat transfer so the fat transfer so if it's a big dip you might not be able to transfer enough fat although people are doing quite big fat graftings uh, particularly with sort of buttock augmentation uh, that's a that's a topic of its own but um so but in general terms, if there is a dip in your body, fat grafting might be an option. The only question I would ask, Laura Jane, is, is the, is the uh, dip due to surgery? So if it's due to surgery and scarring, then, then fat, I find that fat grafting is not as effective as you might like because um, if you inject fat into the area where the scar is, it doesn't really push the scar up and it goes either side of the scar and accentuates the dip. So if a hip dip is um, a surge, you know, due to some kind of surgery, then I would be concerned. But if it's just a, a thing which uh, is a, a not due to surgery, then fat graft, I would say, could well be an option uh, for that. Yes, thank you. Yes, my hips dip in. Okay. Yeah. I've got to be honest with you, Laura Jane. I would say that it's more common that the hips to dipping out is more of a common problem. Hips and then liposuction is what you do for that. But dipping in, fat grafting, 
I've got to say maybe, Laura Jane. I'm not so sure about it. I'm not, I'm not so sure. Maybe something I'll have to I'll have to see and and uh, and probably talk to you about. But maybe is the answer. Um, where are we at to here? Do we offer diastasis recti repair, endoscopic abdominoplasty? My wife told me off putting that she saw me put these questions. She said no one's going to know what that is. But that is the question as asked. I didn't put these words in. That's what the person asked. Um, so diastasis recti just means your recti muscles, your six-pack muscles are a bit a bit too far apart. And it's often when you've had, uh, when you need a tummy tuck, everything gets stretched. The skin gets stretched. That's why you need a tummy tuck. So the muscles get stretched. So you have a bulge between your muscles. So you usually have a bulge above your belly button when you're tense. So that's what diastasis recti is, a bulge above your belly button. So um, what this question is asking about now, I'm not sure about the term endoscopic abdominoplasty. I'm not sure. I mean, this is obviously this is the, the question that the person has asked, but I don't understand what an endoscopic abdominoplasty is. Endoscopic surgery is keyhole surgery, te telescopes. So um, you can do things like take your gallbladder out, take your appendix out through keyhole surgery, which is uh, quite an advance in surgery. Uh, I can understand how you could do endoscopic diastasis repair. So that would be repairing that uh, diastasis without making a big cut over the top of it. That would be, I can understand that. I don't offer that. That would be a general surgeon. I, as a plastic surgeon, don't do endoscopic surgery. Endoscopic surgery is minimally uh, invasive surgery in order to access a body cavity, um, usually the bowel, but you can access the lung, um, you know, just by little putting tubes and telescopes in and it's sort of more for bowel and lung surgeon as in other sorts of surgeons who access body cavities so plastic surgeons don't tend to do a, a, a endoscopic surgery so an endoscopic diastasis recti repair would be a general surgeon and it would be equivalent like uh, uh, a um, hernia repair now and that that it, it i would imagine would be something that could be performed uh, although i wouldn't perform it and it could be uh, a, a good way of repairing a diastasis rectus. The only problem is that it doesn't remove any skin because the whole point of minimally active sur uh, access surgery and endoscopic surgery is minimal scars in the skin. So I wouldn't call it an endoscopic abdominoplasty because it wouldn't be an abdominoplasty. You wouldn't be removing any skin. An abdominoplasty removes a big chunk of skin from your tummy. So the, an endoscopic abdominoplasty is a, what's the word when it's like a, not necessarily like almost pregnant, but like it, you know, it doesn't go together. Non sequitur, in my view, I don't, I can't understand an endoscopic abdominoplasty. Abdominoplasty and most of the surgery that uh, certainly in body contouring surgery involves removing large bits of skin and in, in giving large scars. So you can't do an endoscopic approach. You can't give a no scar approach to take a huge piece of skin out. You can do a, a, a no scar slash minimal scar approach to repair the, the muscles. Uh, but as I say, that would be the general surgeon, but it wouldn't be an abdominoplasty and uh, we don't do it. So that would be a general surgeon. So if you've only got a diastasis rectus problem and you haven't got excess skin, then that might be something you want to consider. If you haven't got enough spare skin to do a tummy tuck, then you could look at an endoscopic uh, repair. But usually the most common situation is everything stretched the skin and the muscles so um usually it's in combination with the tummy tuck and it's relatively easy to do it at the time of a tummy tuck because it's all exposed uh, 
Um, so that's an interesting question. And uh, yeah, that was a good one. Um, do we offer treatment for excess skin located in the armpit? Excess skin located in the armpit. So this is the sort of thing you've got to think, what are they talking about? I think I, can, I think I know what they're talking about. And I think they're talking about something called excess, accessory breast tissue. And when you put your arm down, you sometimes get a bulge here in your armpit, just in this sort of area over the bra line, over the bra line. Um, so that's accessory breast tissue. So I think that, again, if the person who's asked this question is out there and I've got that wrong, then uh, please let me know. But that, I would imagine, is, is what they're on about. And uh, yeah, we do. We do. That is something. And it's often something that's important to point out to people if they have got it when they're having a breast reduction or, or something like that, because you, you don't really address it with a breast reduction, although you can address it extra. The way to address it would be. It's it's difficult to correct because the the on paper, it's skin and fatty tissue usually, but it's breast. There might be some breast tissue in it. Um, and the best way to treat that will be to cut it out because again tightening the skin will cut it out the problem is you don't want to get a scar but especially select symmetrical can you imagine symmetrical scars coming up into your into your, your chest so if we are going to excise it i try and keep the scar inside the armpit so i don't make a scar here but then I, that means i can't excise the skin here which means that there might be a bit of baggy skin there or probably the other op the, the, it's a difficult place for a scar because it's the armpit hot and sweaty etc so the other option will be to do liposuction smaller scars minimally access um and that would not have the problem with wound healing in the armpit but it wouldn't remove any of the skin so once you've removed the fatty tissue there might be some baggy skin there so six and two threes you pays your money it takes your choice less scarring less wound healing problems but potentially a little bit of baggy skin more scarring more potential wound healing problems less baggy skin i would probably avoid doing a full scar on, onto the chest because i think that doesn't look great if the scar extends onto the um chest wall uh, onto the anterior chest wall and then you can see the scar i don't think that looks great personally unless it'll be a really bad um area of accessory breast tissue so obviously tailor the treatment according to the individual it's a bespoke service we offer so you can't say uh, something for everybody we would have a look at you and assess you and do what is appropriate for your condition and talk to you about the pros and cons of doing it each way. Do we offer umbilical mesh removal? No, simple answer. Difficult, really difficult. Um, one of the problems with meshes really, if you have a problem with, I mean, meshes are great, don't get me wrong, they do a good job, certainly with hernia repair, which presumably this is what that's talking about because it's a umbilical mesh. So it's, presumably an umbilical hernia repair. Um, and they're really good because they integrate and they get scarred in and they they strengthen the, the, the abdominal wall, which is what they're supposed to do. The problem is, for the same reason them getting integrated and and, uh, and scarring in, means that means they're really hard to remove. Now, we wouldn't really put them in, so it would probably be a, a general surgeon who would put them in, and so um, because they're more into sort of hernia repairs, so they would also be the ones to take it out unless it's just that we're doing a tummy tuck and there's some mesh there and it's just floating about we might uh it might sort of trim it but if you're so if you're specifically saying i want the mesh completely removed then we wouldn't do that a it's difficult because it's so embedded and scarred in and b 
what the mesh is there for a reason presumably to repair a hernia so if do then we remove the mesh what are we going to do put another mesh in um, or do some other way to repair the hernia and again whilst plastic surgeons we can remove we can repair small hernias uh, big hernias would be general surgeons that's their expertise really so if there's a big hernia which presumably it was to get an umbilical mesh in the first place um, that's what will be going through my mind what are we going to do if we do remove the mesh and there's a big defect in the abdominal wall that we've got to somehow repair do we put another mesh in and then you might say well hold on a minute i told you i don't want the mesh and um path to unhappiness that isn't it so no one wants that so um so yeah we i wouldn't get involved with removing an umbilical mesh i would get the surgeons involved ideally the surgeon to put it in get some get an opinion from then and and either do a joint procedure or or have the mesh removed and then um have whatever you're having done with us or maybe that's just all you're having umbilical mesh removed in which case yeah it would just be a general surgeon so i'm out i'll be honest with you i am out of questions um if you have any questions so laura jane you're saying it's not on your um topics for this evening i don't have topics for the evening uh laura jane i just wing it so if there's anything that comes up i just to be honest with you i prefer it when people ask questions and stuff because then i can well answer them i suppose um so sorry linkedin that it didn't happen but um yeah let's face it they haven't missed anything have they really um i will be back same time next week will i i don't know probably um october already and you know what that means november december oh my dark look at it pitch black right anyway um wrap up warm and um i will see you same time same place right here next week Facebook, YouTube, I'm checking out. I love you big time. You know that. Stop the stream. Have a question not covered in today's show? Then send it over to info at styanoplasticsurgery.co.uk using the hashtag AskJJ. We'd love to hear from you.